2: This is Steve Robbins. Welcome to the Get It Done Guys, quick and dirty tips to work less and do more. Calendars. I just love calendars. No, really, I do. I have entries in my calendar, things like, you know, lunch with Lady Gaga or things like mud wrestling with Zac Efron. Now, unfortunately, these things don't actually happen. But when I look at my calendar and I've put them there, I feel great about my life. Once upon a time, we ran our lives in accordance with nature, We lived by the seasons and our daily schedules were fluid and flexible. Let's grab lunch tomorrow, meant let's get together at some point and grab some meals sometime during the day. And then we invented clocks. And industry. And the need to coordinate large numbers of people. We synchronized our daily time using watches and we coordinated our yearly time using calendars with pictures of cute kittens and scenes from nature. And, of course, scantily clad women, which conveniently turned the most amazing productivity tool ever invented into a tool for gender oppression, objectification, exploitation, and the preservation of patriarchic hierarchy and male domination. I'm just saying. In recent years, calendars have gone online, without the kittens or the political agenda. Our online calendars return time management to its pure form, giving us all kinds of new capabilities. Used correctly, your online calendar will simplify your life. Use multiple calendars. Learn how to create and display multiple calendars in your calendar program. Most calendar programs will let you create as many calendars as you want. You can have one calendar for social occasions and one for your zombie world domination plans. And when you're looking at upcoming events, you can display all the calendars at once or just the combination of calendars you choose. Hey, but just because you can create multiple calendars doesn't mean you should. Like all great power, it should be used wisely. Here's how I use multiple calendars to run my life. Put most things in a single calendar. Unless you have a specific reason to put an event into multiple calendars, don't. Too many calendars means more chances to put things in the wrong one, or to forget to view one that has upcoming appointments. Only split events off into a new calendar if you have a reason that you would want to see one set of events totally isolated from the rest. Since I'm self-employed and I control my own schedule, I have a single calendar for my work appointments and my home appointments. I just call it MAIN. My main calendar is for events that are confirmed and that make me unavailable for anything else during those hours. This is the calendar that I consult to find out when my free time is. If it's free on my main calendar, then it's almost certainly free. Some people keep separate home and work calendars. That's because not being self-employed, there's a distinction. They go home at the end of the day. I want to be them. Use markers in your event titles. Almost all of my events are meetings. So putting meeting in the event description would be redundant. I just put the person's name. I add abbreviations right before the name so that I know what kind of meeting this is. Even a glance at my month-at-a-time calendar lets me see what sorts of meetings are coming up. C, colon, before name, means they're a paying client and should be treated like royalty. P, colon, before name, means they're a prospect who I haven't met before and they should be treated like landed gentry until their true class becomes determined. M, colon, means it's one of the young people I mentor. I can ask them to pour me a glass of honest tea without feeling too guilty. L colon means it's lunch appointment, D colon means it's a dinner appointment, and hypothetically there could be a B colon, which would mean breakfast. But, well, you know, breakfast, really? In the notes field of an event, I put all of the information that I'll need, the agenda, relevant email addresses and phone numbers, and a copy of whatever email prompted the meeting. Use a tentative calendar. Being an executive coach, I coordinate with clients and prospects and PR interviews, and of course, zombie army captains. I often propose a meeting time, and then I get to wait to hear back from the other person. But before I've heard back, I don't want to accidentally double schedule that time. My solution is a calendar called Plan. When there's a time waiting to be confirmed, it goes on my Plan calendar. My calendar program is set to display all of my calendars at once, and Plan is displayed in a slightly faded-out color. I can see at a glance which time blocks are used in main and which ones have tentative appointments in plan. When someone confirms a date and a time, a single right mouse click, on the Mac at any rate, lets me move the appointment from plan to main. If I see an upcoming appointment on the plan calendar, I know it was never confirmed. So I call the person and I find out if we're still meeting. If I notice that the same person often has appointments that never get moved from plan to main, I know they're a flake and have the zombie army brain requisition supply chain commander add their name to... The list. Share a calendar with Shmoopy. If you have a Shmoopy, sometimes Shmoopy wants to put couples events on your calendar. But you'd really rather not have Shmoopy poking around your work calendar, because Shmoopy isn't all that good with a mouse and sometimes accidentally moves or deletes things. Don't ask me how I know this. Also, you don't want Shmoopy to realize that you're planning world domination. You want it to be a surprise when you hand Shmoopy the keys to a shiny new Australia. So create a calendar called Shared and share it with Shmoopy. If you have a Mac, just right-click the calendar name and choose Share Calendar. I assume it's that easy on Windows, but if it isn't, buy Mac. Now you can each add events to that calendar, and both of you will see all the details. This does throw a bit of a wrench into the rest of your calendars, because remember, Shmoopy can't see your existing events, only the shared ones. So what if Shmoopy adds something that conflicts with one of your existing appointments? Ah, you can treat the shared calendar like a plan calendar. And then when you confirm with Shmoopy, make a copy of the event in your main calendar so you know it's confirmed and, of course, you'll see any conflicts. Don't just change the event's calendar, though, the way you do with plan and main, or else it will vanish from Schmoopy's calendar program as well, so you have to leave it in the shared calendar. Use an online calendar. Use several. One for your main appointments, one for your tentative appointments, and one to share with Shmoopy. Use the event notes to gather relevant information and develop a system of one-letter codes to put in the event title so even in month-at-a-glance view, you can get a sense for how you're spending your time. If you have a favorite iPhone or Mac calendar app, please email me and let me know the name and why you like it, and in a future episode, I will share with listeners some good calendar app suggestions. This is Steve Robbins. Email your calendar app ideas to getitdone at quickanddirtytips.com. I help high achievers create resumes and LinkedIn profiles that successfully land job interviews. If you want to know more, visit steverobbins.com. That's S-T-E-V-E-R-R-O-B-B-I-N-S.com. Work less, do more, and have a great life.
0: Is it just me, or is it getting really hard to figure out the best way to save for retirement? Fidelity can help you find clarity so you can save the best way for you with a free personalized plan goal tracking and timely insights you'll be set to take on retirement your way get started at fidelity.com slash future expenses charged by your investments and other costs and fees associated with trading or transacting in your account apply fidelity brokerage services member N Y S-E-S-I-P-C.
1: walmart plus members save on meeting up with friends